0: This is The After Party, live with Kim McAllister and John Daly. Kim McAllister, happy Thursday.
1: Hi, happy Thursday to you. It is The After Party live, and uh, we'll call it, what, Friday Eve? I like it. I like it. I,
0: I just found out that you're hosting tomorrow on the mark thompson show i
1: also found this out this is great actually i think mark is going back to washington dc so i'll be oh, hosting to see his parents friday cool. and then monday tuesday wednesday as well so we're, we'll make it good it'll be all right right
0: nice yeah nice um, so there'll be a wanna, gator store tomorrow we'll start florida. yeah
1: there's gonna have to be lots of gators absolutely yeah. um i want to start the after party live off with a humongous thank you speaking of florida to wes with a five dollar super sticker uh happy friday eve everyone absolutely Wes. thank you for starting it off the right way and doug with a ten dollar super sticker you guys are awesome and you know we can't do this without you so yeah. we're so grateful it sometimes seems like it's a broken record but the gratitude with which i uh, my heart swells every time someone does that for us i just can't
0: yeah we're like the so. little show that could uh, yeah. It takes most of my day to produce this show And it's yeah. not my full-time job But it's kind of slowly becoming <laughs> my full-time job
1: Uh-oh <laughs>
0: So I like oh, to no. make it work I like to make yeah. it work full-time So every, every dollar that comes in the show Really has a bit huge impact uh, on, yeah. In terms of keeping it um, sustainable yeah. So thank you yeah. all
1: So thank you for that Each And, and thank you for the, uh, the monthly supporters of the show as well We yeah. definitely uh, And we'll acknowledge feel those
0: you. wonderful people At the bottom of the hour
1: you know, another way to make money would be sports betting. Uh, the reason that we're here on YouTube, where <laughs> <No>. <laughs> our station was, our radio station was shuttered and flipped to a sports betting format. Well, there's a new push by two men once again to make sports betting legal in California.
0: Stop trying to make sports betting a thing.
1: Do we want that? I mean, you can't. You do sports well, betting. Well, it is anyway? one way
0: to get a lot of followers.
1: Uh, there's eight on Instagram. Of
0: You know, you could have, you know, 75 followers if you start a gambling radio station in a state where gambling is uh, online gambling is not legal. So that's a pro tip.
1: Apparently, it would be exclusive to California's Native American tribes who could offer them a sports book either in person at their casinos or across the state online using apps that would be branded with the tribe's specific branding. The initiatives were introduced by two men, Reeve Collins and Ryan Taylor Walls. Are they Native Americans? I don't think they are. Absolutely. <sighs> Allegedly. No, I don't think no, so. No, no. <laughs> uh, it seems like it's something for this the before. tribes. We've seen this but before. But it's not so. something necessarily that the, that the tribes are endorsing. Yeah, but so, we've seen this
0: movie before.
1: The California Nation's Indian Gaming Association said not only do they not support these measures, they weren't even involved in the planning of all of this.
0: Right. They just found out.
1: uh, Apparently, Collins and Walls are unknown in the sports betting regulatory world. Uh, Who knows who they're being paid by or what they're doing.
0: That's always a good sign.
1: I, I guess there's, they say there's too much money for sports betting operators to, to leave California alone. California's too big of a prize. But I thought you could do sports betting online anyway. Maybe it's technically illegal in the state. But no, no, it's you...
0: illegal. Like, it's based on where you're at. So oh. that's why if you use one of the national um, apps, it will block you. So people who visit from the East Coast where it is legal... In a lot right. of states, they'll, they'll come here and you're basically uh, based based on your geo-located, geo- right? So your phone knows where you are and it says, sorry, you can't you can't play right now. Well, how does it
1: not know that I'm in a different state? What if I turn my geo-tracker off?
0: Uh, I mean, most people wouldn't be able or wouldn't be sophisticated enough to fool that system because it's built oh. into your phone. There, I mean, there are ways to hack an Android to make it think that you're somewhere else. But most people mm. wouldn't be able to uh, fool the system.
1: Okay. Well, uh, this is a... An and i don't think those companies thing. those companies don't want to engage yeah.
0: cuz they don't want to break the law
1: i hope it it fails i really do and it's not that i care that um people want to bet on sports that's great go do what you're going to do you i want think they're all kinds of ways go around ahead it. <laughs> but i first of all i've seen problems i've heard about a lot of problems with people even kids, teenagers who do sports betting online, somehow they manage to find a way to do it. They're not they, gonna
0: target it towards children. It's not like they're gonna make you know candy flavored trouble. apps.
1: No, but kids you know. get online and they do all this stuff. And then Yeah, but they can't all, even go
0: to alcohol website because it asks you when your birthday is.
1: I you put the wrong birthday in and you're fine. But I feel <laughs> like I'm biased now towards sports betting because of what happened with us. Well, so, I, I,
0: I would have voted against yeah. it regardless, but that's yeah. just me. I think, um, you know, gambling, I get the appeal to, for some people, but it's also a social ill. And to make yeah. it that easy for someone to get addicted, that's like making an online version of heroin in terms of addiction. That, that's just a bad idea, and I, I don't think that's beneficial for society.
1: Wow. Well, I, I I'm a biased really... too i think you really said a lot there and yes so down with the sports betting if it ends up on the ballot we'll talk more about it but there's another push to make that happen yeah on to animals that's like making alcohol
0: an app (laughs) bad idea dude bad idea
1: bath salts for everyone
0: yes (laughs) click. click click one click ordering
1: um let's talk about this sheep who uh was living with a mob of kangaroos is that right Yeah, (laughs) You say kangaroos with an S on the end, kangaroos. Kangaroos. Uh, And apparently was like hanging out with the kangaroos and it was all good. The sheep was happy and everything was going well. Well, people saw this happening and they're like, you know what? No, that sheep needs to be taken care of. So the sheep wandered away five years ago from its home. It was finally plucked out of its kangaroo flock, and uh, it received a long overdue shearing. It was in Let's pretty raggedy shape. Let's look at the treatment, shape. and um, there's yeah. an
0: overlay. So uh, for our Before, podcast uh, bef- listeners, we can, we can narrate this.
1: Before we, yeah, let me just tell you the sheep's name is Sugar.
0: Sugar. Right? Here's Sugar. Sugar. Let's take a look.
1: Oh, hi, Sugar.
0: Hey, Sugar. A dedicated team of rescuers uh, yeah. wanted to save Sugar the sheep
1: look at sugar in rough shape sugar is like very matted very big so they're shearing sugar getting sugar back into tip-top shape
0: giving a little treat the, there yeah thanking him for his the patience
1: kangaroo um the sugar got lost in sugar loaf reservoir park before they had to mount a rescue operation so he so, or she was just going home yeah look it's at all Sugar's that loaf wool wow
0: Wow, The look sheep at
1: that. had a professional shearing to remove the excessive wool growth. Uh, the Forever Friends Animal Sanctuary said Sugar wandered away from his home five years ago, was living with a mob. What a difference. Look at that. Was living with a mob of yeah. kangaroos. It seems like the kangaroo friends took good care of him. And Sugar will soon get to spend the rest of his days with uh, his old friend, Georgia, the Sugar is now at the Forever Friends Animal Sanctuary and will eventually live out the rest of his days at a, another place where he'll have another sheep friend.
0: So that was like 12.7 kilograms of uh, wool. That's about 28 pounds. Wow. 28 pounds. That's like uh, carrying around luggage.
1: Mm. I wonder what would happen <laughs> to you if you let your beard grow for five years. You think it would be like middle of the chest or ZZ Top looking?
0: Uh, people would just constantly think I was in the Taliban. And- oh. <laughs> Actually, every time I grow a beard, it's my mom who puts the first dig in. It's like, did you join the Taliban? What's going on?
1: So your mother says that to you? Yeah. Oh She's my Muslim, God. so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, up in Oregon, this bat oh, wins a, a national beauty contest, a bat beauty contest. The what? Bureau of Land Management announced Townsend's big-eared bat named, are you ready for this? William Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Oh, ear,
1: got it. William Shakespeare.
0: The winner of this year's National Bat Beauty Contest, William Shakespeare, was photographed by BLM uh, BLM, uh, wildlife technician Emma Busk in Butte Falls, Oregon, and the photo was chosen as the winner from a field of pictures depicting bats in uh, various species from around the country. Do you want to see some of the other ones? I have two other ones. This is Gizmo. <laughs> oh
1: that's big ears on gizmo too
0: yeah Gizmo's kind of quite a looker and then uh i have a third one here this is uh vlad vlad looks like he's ready to go to, back to his castle
1: he does but he doesn't have as big of ears as the others
0: he has big wings though
1: you know but this is all about that the size beauty, of the ears yeah that beauty contest Is it like to call attention to bats in general or their plight or something or what's it's, the story it coincides
0: with it, funny you should ask kim I'll tell you more. It coincides (laughs) with International Bat Week. Did you know that was a thing? I did not. not. It it aims to raise awareness about bat conservation. So last year's winner, a canyon bat named Barbara. Oh, hey, Barbara. Also hailed from Oregon, making it uh, the state a two-time champion. So congratulations to Oregon, uh, not just known for blueberries. And uh, what else do they have? Uh, No income tax, right?
1: And, Oregon, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and I
0: think I don't know if you still can't fuel, you can't um, pump your own gas. I don't know if that's still a thing. Can't already.
1: pump your own gas, yeah. and you know what? It's I very do Love the minute you cross in from California, they have signs that littering the fine for littering goes up way way up into the. Does thousands. it say comma
0: Californians?
1: <laughs> no, but it <laughs> should you. probably. You jerks from California coming of to trash times, up our state. One of the first mm-hmm. times I got
0: pulled over by a cop, it was um, it was on one hundred and one at crescent city so right before the border and it's a speed trap because it goes from like 55 45 25 right as you enter town right and i was a young driver and i didn't know about speed traps really and anyway so he he lets me go because i charmed him uh please officer (laughs) it's my first time and it actually worked for like the first four times because they say oh i don't want to be the first one to give you a ticket until you meet a San Francisco cop, and they're like, "I don't have time for this." No. Anyway, the, the officer told me he's like, "You need to be careful. As soon as you cross that border into Oregon, they will they will make sure that you're going 55 because it's lower in Oregon. It, we have 65 usually on the freeways. It's 55 yeah. in Oregon everywhere. Californians and said, can't
1: if, be bothered to slow yeah, down. Yeah, he We've actually get said where he's where like, going.
0: if they see your California plate, they will pull you over if you're going over 55. So
1: by the way, can I learned I tell my you- lesson. That I'm, um, I'm drinking my ginseng mint tea from Coachella Valley Coffee. Oh, wow. In a mason so, jar. So good. Yeah, it has. we have a special little um, cap, like with a little thing in a mason jar. So good. So good. Coachella Valley Coffee. Enter Mark Tea at checkout to get your 10% off. I'm telling you, it's worth it. All Are right. we
0: getting a cut of that?
1: No, we're not. It's just a... Uh, you know what? You know what's cool? And it's funny because I was talking to another potential sponsor about how... We only want to do things we believe in, and I'm telling you, if if this wasn't, do you mean good, in general, I in terms or sponsorship? Just in sp- sponsorships. Like oh, okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not sponsoring anything anymore, ever. That I don't, that I'm not gonna market use
0: volatility.
1: Not doing it. No. One eight seven seven. No, no, stop Scams it. Scams
0: for kids' money.
1: One thing I will not sponsor is this massive lizard. Oh, this, this one was for you. I put this in for you. Thanks a lot. This is a, this three foot long tegu lizard was found living under this woman's porch in Georgia. I'm not even joking. Wildlife officials say she didn't know that she had this thing living right under her porch until the neighbor kids this told thing, her. Hey, this is
0: a being. This is a creature, Kim. Look
1: at the giant lizard. So the neighbor kids have to tell her there's a giant lizard at your house. They come to see it all the time. That it's living under her porch. It's an Argentine black and white Tegu, which is an exotic species. It can grow up to four feet long. This one already hit three feet. So the animal wildlife people had to come out and capture this three foot long lizard Oh, my God. Can you imagine? And turn it over. Uh, they've been un- unable to locate the animals own your owners. It's an exotic lizard. So it was somebody's pet that got out. It's not native to the state of Georgia. And that's what they're saying is this is why we need to regulate these species. They can be difficult to keep as they grow. Their owners may not want to care for them or they might not be able to. Right. So people get these animals and then they're like, "Uh oh, and then they just dump them somewhere. A new rule set to take effect in Georgia in December requires owners of Tegu lizards and five other reptile species to tag and register their pets. So you if you want to have one of these things, you're going to have to make sure your name is somehow attached to it so that people can figure out whether it's yours or not. I don't know how you want a sponsor and
0: you're going to be checking for a visa, right? Yeah. kim mm-hmm. wants to kick this one out of the country
1: i know <laughs> sayonara I know. sucker like it's a beautiful animal it's a really pretty animal i don't want it under my porch or anywhere near my house and i'm offended where people go and they take these exotic pets that should be living in the wild somewhere and they bring them home and then they're like whoops Mm-mm. Nope.
0: oops oops my bad yeah uh mm-hmm. happy news moving on to this a speaking of iranians this is an Iranian, a civil engineering professor from Iran, put his skills to the test by stacking four watermelons vertically and earning a Guinness World Record for his efforts. Ashkan Rahola Manazari. I'm
1: really uh, 43. disappointed in the way that you pronounced that. I would have thought that would have rolled right off the tongue.
0: Well, I'm Americanized uh, and I'm a horrible <laughs> Persian. I'm not, you know, I, I don't speak the language, which it's funny enough, separate story, just the in 30 seconds or less uh when my parents you know moved my mom moved here and we grew up in the 80s being persian being iranian was not popular because of the hostage Mm -hmm. crisis so my parents decided that it wasn't beneficial for us unfortunately they didn't know that you know the studies that show you may be slow if you learn two languages but as a child but then you catch up and they didn't want it confusing us and they didn't see the value in it um so that's why I'm not working for the government. <laughs> I could be translating uh, for the military right but now. Yeah, your I,
1: mother, your mother is rolling her eyes right now. She's like, "Oh, John."
0: No, but it's true. She would have. She's probably still agrees. Um, but mm-hmm. it's really interesting because I will run names by my mom to ask her, like, "How do you pronounce that?" Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes sense. I didn't grow up with the language. So, my I wonder bad. If the, I'm sorry. If
1: this fellow, like, if he looked for the right watermelons that had, like, the flattest ends.
0: Well, he is this. This is another stereotype of Persians is that everyone's either a doctor or an engineer. So, it's really funny that
2: uh, <laughs> he's, he's an a civil engineering professor because
0: <laughs> when you meet another Persian a guy, like, if I meet a Persian guy from Iran, he'll be like, oh, Are you a doctor or an engineer? And it's like the ongoing joke. It's always like, like, You're the black sheep of the family if you're not a doctor or engineer and you don't have, like, a white or a black BMW. Um, Dashman Ziyari mm-hmm. said that he had uh, been stacking watermelons since he was a young child on his father's farm. Everything I see at the right time and place, I try to stack them. In general, I like the arrangement and order of things on top of each other for beauty, stability, and challenging myself. Uh, this feat marks his second melon-related world record here in the <laughs> title for fastest time to crush three watermelons between the thighs, male category, with a time of 10.88 seconds in 2017.
1: Impressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Pretty you know cool. how we love a good world record on this show. So yeah. well done to him. Uh, another world record. Well, maybe they're trying for this. This okay. is an eight-foot-long zucchini. Oh, that eight should win. Eight feet long. I mean, it's look at that thing.
0: That's like a staff. Wow. That's like a it, rod it, of equity and mercy.
1: It is. It is. Uh, except for it could rot. Uh, an Ont- Ontario, <laughs> Canada man harvested an eight-foot Four point seven nine inch zucchini from his garden that may be the longest on record. He has applied Harry D'Angela to the Guinness World Records to have his zucchini certified as the longest in the world and I wonder what you what he thought when he saw that thing growing like, oh, that's getting big. hmm that's pretty long yeah, oh, zucchini grow that's above really ground, long
0: above ground, right? So yeah, that is yeah. so really he's- weird.
1: Watching it growing, and he's probably like, That's gotta be a record, right? The yeah. previous record is eight feet, 3.3 3 inches, grown by a man from Niagara Falls, Ontario. Wow, Ontario's really got the zucchini thing going on. He said he's keeping this massive zucchini in his garage until he hears back from the Guinness World Records people. When they open the farmer's market in Thorold next year, I should bring this as a novelty, he said. So Thorold can be known as having the biggest zucchini in the world. Hey, you know what? It's the little things in life or the big things in life. Yeah, Chris is thinking,
0: like I'm thinking um, radium, secret ingredient, because I was thinking maybe, (laughs) you know, whatever fertilizer he's using, I want to know.
1: I want to know. You want want a big zucchini? Like, what's the point of having that? Unless it's just a novelty concept, right? Well,
0: so that you could be on the after party live.
1: Do the big zucchinis taste better? I don't think so. And it do also does. Do the large
0: look... strawberries taste good?
1: <laughs> yeah, they actually do. But I, you know, it doesn't. You think look the large very...
0: strawberries taste good? No, they used to be really sweet. You know, I in like general, like all our produce has been plumped and the flavor taken out of it. This zucchini are you the does same not. Produce?
1: This zucchini does not look very green to me. Like zucchinis are supposed to be dark green, right?
0: Oh wow, you're getting really judgy. The guy's like, I have an eight foot zucchini and <laughs> kim's like mm, yeah i mean eight I foot guess. four
1: some odd inches yeah
0: yeah but it's not the right shade of green and you know standing right next to that grass is not helping your case dude
1: also it doesn't have a lot of girth like i would oh. have expected it to be bigger around like longer and bigger now Z- kim's skinny a, that's now now right kim's a size pinky. queen <laughs> and, and hey if you want to go on the world record with your zucchini then obviously size does matter that's all i'm gonna say <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you often be judgy when you want to be judgy the dude's I'm just like I'm just, I'm just looking for a guinness world record you're like you're not good enough
1: not uh, good speaking enough. of
0: doom and gloom since uh <laughs> since you started it <laughs> uh there's this article in insider it's really long and rambling and uh i will try not to do the same today the but it's interesting the hidden culprit driving america's apocalypse boarded or aborted up storefronts so they go on to talk about all the you know the walking dead and the doom loop you know uh media coverage that we've seen right. uh urban dwellers f- uh fleeing office space and blah blah blah. Well, apparently there's something else going on because people think like why why do these landlords keep these um these spots vacant when they could just lower their rent, right? And yeah, make some money, right? Well, there's a couple things going on and so the gist of it is Landlords, because they're usually in a long-term lease with uh, you know, say the AT store moves in or T-Mobile, um, they really, really want to have a good tenant, right? So they don't want to get into a long-term lease with companies that are, you know, fly by night or they're not mm-hmm. sure whether or not they're gonna pay the rent, right? Right. You know, if you could have a bank, you know, you're gonna go for the bank and not some, you know, fly by night store. So that's one thing. And the other thing is. That it's not the landlord all the time; it's the bank. It's the bank that owns the the um, the mortgage, you know, the, that's lent to the to the um, yeah. to the landlord, and they will specify, oh no, you know, we don't want that. We don't want that tenant. We want this tenant, or you know, uh, they basically control it. So, it's 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 a it's. If you want to see this article, if you want to read about it and get all the details. It's in Business Insider, but there's more to the fact that a lot of these stores have been. Uh, boarded up. And, and that's something to keep in mind. You know, we've pointed out a few times that a lot of the stores that you see boarded up on Market Street in San Francisco, those, you know, I've lived here. Those that's, those have been closed years before the pandemic. Right. Oh, we already okay. had a lot of closed storefronts. So, of course, the pandemic made it worse, but people are lumping them all together. So there's more going on to this than just, you know, business dropped. Right. Yeah. So this is it's there, it's more a complexity to that. So I just thought that was interesting to note mm. that next time you see the reporting on storefronts and being closed, it, it, there's yeah. more to it than you know just the pandemic.
1: Well, you know, it's always about the money. Um yeah. and it's about the money in Europe it's one, of those as hidden,
0: well. it's one of those hidden money issues. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Europe in Europe now, if you're on Facebook or Instagram, you can have an ad-free experience. What? Yes, for a price. So a couple days oh. ago. Meta announced residents of the EU European economic area and Switzerland will be able to opt in to a new premium service, which starts this month in November. The cost for zero advertisements while you're on Facebook and Instagram will run users only 18 and up 999. It's in uh, pounds or euros rather in the US dollars. It's about 11 bucks a month almost. So. If you have a streamlined iOS and Android app options, it'll cost you about $1,370 a month. I don't know. When enrolled, Facebook and Instagram users won't see ads, nor will their data and online activities be used to customize any future advertising, allegedly. Starting March 1st of 2024, you can pay another £6 a month, for the web, eight pounds a month for iOS and Android, it'll go into effect for every additional account listed in a user's account center. So you pay like, what, 11 bucks a month and then an extra however much a month so that you can have it on your computer and your phone or your kid's phone or your spouse's phone or whatever. But not in the United States, they're not doing this. Hmm. Well, they don't have Interesting. to. Yes. Because they make more, much more money off of us targeting us with advertisements right we don't have the
0: privacy regulations that's so.
1: right that's right uh i i just um it's a bummer i don't know if i would pay to use facebook or insta anyway i probably suffer through the ads and having i mean at this point my information has already been confiscated and stolen by facebook and yeah Google but they want your meta new information
0: kim and, well, they want to track your they, purchases going trust forward. me
1: they i always they never the let him go crap. of you kim. they already know They're about never... me
0: Uh, They Mm. want more. They want more, more, more. But you think about These are publicly publicly traded companies, and they have to make money, right? So they're either going to make it through ads, or if they can't by law, then they're going to have to find another way to do it. Um, But that's capitalism. They're not going to stop.
1: Their announcement says... We, this is Meta, we believe in ad-supported internet, which gives people access to personalized products and services, regardless of their economic status. We don't care how poor you are. We're going to sell you stuff anyway. Uh, They also say this allows small businesses to reach potential customers, grow their business, and create new markets, driving growth in the European economy. But... Yeah, we're going to offer you ad-free service. So U.S. users, we're probably not going to get that. A number of states like Massachusetts, California, Virginia, and Colorado have started passing data protection laws, um, but that's not really flying very well on the federal level. So there's not a lot of pressure on Meta to get uh, opt-out of advertisement paths for americans so we're probably going to keep having to look at all these direct ads to us Wes
0: says i pay for ad-free youtube and he loves it yeah. you know and the interesting is, thing is um if you have the ad free youtube we get a cut like we get a little bit of oh, that money when really? you watch the show yeah so it's just an alternative uh, alternative way to for the youtube to make money right they're gonna make the money I, one way or the other so you, you know
1: I, I love all the factoids that you know i had no idea that was the case
0: Well, I set up multiple YouTube channels, so Mm
1: -hmm, attention to detail, Kim. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, um, you know who else is making more money? Your old boss.
0: We're not loving it. Mm -mm. Not loving it. (laughs) McDonald's on Monday reported that its revenue is up 14% in the latest quarter. Uh, Now, you might think that that's because people are buying more hamburgers necessarily. Not the case. The Golden Arches brought in a total of $6.69 billion in revenue for the three-month period ending in September, uh, September 30th, beating expectations. Uh, however, McDonald's, which has 13,513 restaurants in the U.S. and over 38,000 restaurants abroad, wow, that's kind of embarrassing, did not disclose how much the franchisor has increased its prices, Uh, which generally vary between locations. But one branch, I like that they call branch. Yeah, I'm at the uh, (laughs) Connecticut branch here at Darien, Connecticut branch at McDonald's. Uh, They charge as much as $18 for a Big Mac combo meal. Are you kidding me? And that's medium size. Wow. Medium fries, medium soft drink. Meanwhile, that same Big Mac combo will run run $13.69 in Times Square. You would think that New York would be one of the most expensive spots, right? That is still expensive. Um, It's getting to the point, though, where, you know, people used to go to fast food, not only for the convenience, but the price, right? So if you can go to Chipotle and get like a freshly cooked, you know, uh, chicken bowl for like a dollar more or around the same price, why would you Mm -hmm. go for this like completely pre-made manufactured garbage, right? That's reheated or deep fried. Um, I don't know. I think we're getting to like an inflection point where like, where fast food just doesn't make sense. What do you think? No,
1: if it costs that much you're just going to I mean the reason people go to fast food restaurants many people is because maybe they they're not rolling in dough. They've right. got a family with kids in the back. They can get a happy meal. They can roll in and out of that place quickly and they can do it for very little money. But if but you're like I went to Carl's to... Ju- I think yeah. it was
0: Carl's Jr. or uh, what's the other one? Uh, not, not not the Arby's? No, the other burger place with the huge burgers. Anyway, um, in Daly City, Whoppers, and
1: it—burger, it
0: was no, in and out, not well. Maybe it was Carl's Jr. Anyway, it was Jack in the Box. I've come to the Carl's end of Junior, my knowledge. Actually. Okay, maybe it was Carl's Jr. Anyway, it was eighteen dollars, so around the same price for just like a regular combo meal of a decent-sized hamburger. Like mm, that's a lot.
1: I'm gonna say no. No, I mean at that point, why don't you just go to a nicer restaurant then?
0: Or you could go to In and Out at least have something fresh, right? Um. Anyway, so. The gist of the story is that uh, McDonald's is making more money because they've re- the prices are going up. So um, though they didn't specify how much Borden, uh, uh, McDonald's expects to increase the cost of its menu by just over 10% for the full year, this is the s- uh, second consecutive annual 10% price hike. That's significant. Um, yeah. And again, like we said, many consumers have said that fast food has already gotten so expensive, it's no longer worth it. People on Reddit are posting things like, what is no longer worth it because of how expensive it has become, McDonald's. And uh, yeah, a value meal isn't really a value anymore.
1: No, that's a surprise. I'm surprised because you would think McDonald's would know that that's, the, you know, that their whole point, that the whole point of their customer base is people looking for a deal.
0: Yeah, I mean, as long as people are still paying for it, I, I think that's foolish. Because I'd rather, I'd rather go to Chipotle or somewhere where at least it's real food and it's not full of preservatives and it's it wasn't cooked, you know, created in a yeah. factory in Idaho or wherever and delivered. With pink,
1: and, pink or, slime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you know there is a kindness law in UA in the UAE, the United oh. Arab Emirates? Phew. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. Um, Tell me you more. Can't, you can't shout at people in public. You can't oh. get like and have an angry outburst. You have to act with civility and kindness. In I didn't know Dubai that. I was the there. UAE. I didn't
0: know they don't tell you at the airport.
1: Well, you should have because you get busted for this. As a matter of fact,
0: why are you yelling?
1: <laughs> That's not going to fly in the UAE. I'm you better sorry, tell Mark. Mark Thompson. You better tell Mark yeah. before he goes to avoid that on the cruise. So this woman, um. Tiara Young-Allen, she was a truck driver and a content creator, and she was stranded in Dubai for months because she shouted in public. She is finally on her way back to the United States. I guess she. this woman had to pay $1,300 a, a deposit to Dubai authorities to clear a travel ban because of what happened. It's unclear if she'll face more legal complaints against her in Dubai. But yeah, she and a friend were in a rental car in Dubai when they got into an accident. And according to Alan's mother, Alan and her friend went to the rental car company to get her ID, credit card, and other items left in the car after the accident. But she found out she could only receive those items if she paid an undisclosed amount of money. She said she dealt with a very aggressive individual young man there who was screaming at her, adding that the young man's tone led her daughter to raise her voice. It's always somebody else's fault, right? You have to maintain calm. Well, she did not maintain calm. And Dubai authorities took Alan's passport, put her under a travel ban while they investigated. They said she might face jail time. There was video of her yelling at the guy. Insulting another person is a crime in the UAE boy, I'd already be in jail. Actions like raising a middle finger, swearing in public, even texting someone an unkind name can easily lead to criminal charges. Ooh, it, you can get one year in jail. You can be fined more than $5,000. Yeah.
0: I don't know. The, so, not only is that country like a country of excess and it kind of it's kind of nauseating if you care about the environment when you go there mm-hmm. and you see how much money they're spending, how much energy they're burning up just to create indoor, you know, uh, cold environments, right. Like ski slopes and whatnot. And everything's mm-hmm. largess, right there. It's just, it's kind of like somebody who has a huge ego created a, it. Like if ego could be a town, right. right. <laughs> if ego could be a city and, um, you know, it's full of hypocrisy too, because they're supposed to be, you know, good Muslims. Right. But when I stayed there, every car had a flyer for like prostitution. Right. What? Yeah. And it went on and on and on, and I asked the person um when I checked in, and they said, "Oh, yeah, it's you know, it's not legal, but you know, they look the other way. And what's really funny where I was staying, I was staying in a hostel, it was really upscale hostel because it's like a converted condo. and uh, the only people who were breaking the law, or I was mean, not not breaking the law in this case. the only people that were drinking alcohol mm-hmm. were the Saudis. So it oh. was the Saudis who were supposed to be good muslims and not drink yeah. they were the only ones like obsessed with drinking and then the prostitution and everything else and everyone else was just kind of like playing video games and whatnot uh That's i just so interesting I, I just thought it was funny that the, you know this is one of those places in the middle east it's like when you have the moral police it's like there's so yeah. much hypocrisy and they told me if you have money you just do everything behind closed doors
1: but so including your, hand, yelling, your
0: yelling yelling and screaming
1: very interesting to me how you know, I think as Americans, especially young women like this or young men, young Americans, take, advan- take for granted the fact that, you know, you can yell, you can flip people off, you can express right. yourself in almost any fashion here in America. And when you go to other countries, things are not the same. And you the way you act isn't the same and being respectful and being, you know, that's part
0: of the fun of traveling. But you got to be careful in a lot of these like repressive countries or oppressive countries, Uh, like even Indonesia, like Indonesia, you know, you think, oh, Bali, right? Bali is Mm -hmm. somewhat autonomous, like it's not really. But, you know, because the religion, they're not Muslim uh, and they bring in so much tour, so much in in terms of tourism dollars, right, that the Muslim majority religion or the government kind of leaves them alone. But they're yeah. still subject to the same laws. They will block, yeah. um, you know, apps. They will block anything that goes against the Muslim faith, yeah. uh, and they'll jail people too. Uh, Huge in Japan says Saudis only care about what other people do. <laughs> well, whenever right. somebody's like, you know, holier than thou, and like yeah. I'm a devout, whatever, it's like, yeah, yeah, we know the yeah, truth. Right. Yeah, right. Sure, sure you are.
1: Let's talk about this um, fireworks accident. You want to do it before? Or after yeah, let's we do take it before. Break. Let's do this before the break. This is what we call... And by the way, today... Did you know that today is national... Broadcast Traffic Reporters Day, I think, is what it's called.
0: Actually, that's wrong. We, we it's funny. Clark Reed just posted about this, and yeah. um, we celebrated a couple of years ago with Mark Nieto on the morning show. Yeah. And then we found out it's not referring to traffic reporters. It's re- it's referring to traffic and continuity. The Department of oh, a radio TV station that schedules well, the commercials. Well, that's
1: different then. No, I don't, yeah. What's, so it's the people that were that responsible kind of for Day? cars
0: for kids, right? Forget they got to fit it. that in between Pat Thurston and Mark Thompson.
1: Well. It's Um, confusing, though, in
0: the radio world that there's two traffic departments.
1: As a former traffic person, I will say that this is a spectacular accident. This crash involved a wreck. if you're
0: going to crash, like, go all out.
1: You really have to. This one involved an accident with a fireworks truck. And you can imagine what happened on impact. Let's watch this a stunning
2: scene next to highway one but this was unplanned i was hiding in the car just holding my my phone out of the sunroof (laughs) because i didn't want to get hit by a stray rocket or anything but yeah it was just so loud and so huge just as we approached it boom all of it started going off again and we were just like okay we just have to slam on the on the gas and just try to book it through it was just wild to see. Police say it happened when a semi veered out of its lane and struck a pickup truck, towing a trailer full of fireworks that had parked on the side of the freeway. Pickup truck was in the ditch on fire, and then the semi had pulled, he had like, went off to to his right and hit like this big boulder. The occupant of the uh, pickup truck was transported to the Fraser Canyon Hospital with minor injuries. The crash setting off explosions, flames and forcing first responders to approach the area with caution. It could have been a lot worse um, and members had to be really careful when they approached the scene. The fireworks temporarily shut down the eastbound lanes of Highway 1. The whole highway is backed up all the way down. One witness says the scene looked like something straight out of the movies. Another witness saying by the time the fireworks were finished exploding, the pickup truck was nothing but a burned out shell. Yeah, it was definitely scary. It was loud, aggressive, um, kind of coming out of nowhere um so it was like all around us but witnesses also described the scene as beautiful
1: it was awesome it's the best firework show i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> that was the best firework show We're yeah. right from the ground we just got a close-up vision of that Can i thought you you'd even appreciate imagine that, so i let it roll if i'm ever in another accident again um i mean it's gonna be I'd underwhelming i make light of it because i mean i obviously i don't want anyone to be hurt uh, okay. but yeah, it'll be I'll be really disappointed if if, if I don't see fireworks and stars and You're going like, to
0: confuse the other person you are going to be like that's it. You're looking around they're <laughs> like, like is there a problem? What are you looking at? You're like I was expecting I more.
1: That's an accident right there. Boring. I love Boring. A couple people were minorly injured, so we hope everybody is recovered and doing well, but what a story I'll tell you. Um, okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about Brooke Shields and how she uh, had a medical incident and was uh, rescued or had uh, aid and comfort from a superstar. Mm-hmm. Also, we'll talk about this uh, accident with Cam Cameron from B- Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You remember that? All oh, right. yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. He got into a, quite a, another spectacular accident Bueller. where his Rivian truck Bueller. went flying into a building so we'll talk about that next it is all right ahead on the after party live
0: the after party live is underwritten by our audience and without you this show wouldn't be possible if you can contribute 10 15 or 20 dollars a month it would keep this party a rockin'. the paypal link can be found in the about section of the youtube channel or at the bottom of the show description any dollar amount is appreciated and it all adds up on behalf of kim and myself thank you for your consideration Aloha, bitches. It's the After Party
1: Live. Aloha. Oh, it is, hello. It is the After Party Live. Welcome back to it. We have some people to thank. And that would be Carol S, Joyce M, Janet R, Nancy V, and Ivan T. Hello to all of you. Thank you so much for being ongoing contributors to the After Party Live. And while we're at it, I'm going to go back again and thank Wes for the $5 contribution to the show today and Doug for the $10 contribution to the After Party Live today as well. Thank you both so much. Thank you to all the ongoing contributors for keeping this show afloat and rolling on so
2: um,
1: woo-hoo. let's do a little entertainment news this one Brooke Shields what a, what a life this girl's had let me tell you she has a, a medical emergency um, and wakes up and Bradley Cooper is holding her hand.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> like,
1: the next time something happens to me, I want to, when I lose consciousness, I want to open my eyes and see Bradley Cooper holding her hand. You're never going to have like a car Kim, accident or a medical okay, emergency Kim? that hit you the yeah. same
0: way anymore. It's no,
1: this. it really isn't. So, Brooke Shields is talking about this really kind of scary medical episode. She talked at Glamour Magazine and she said she suffered a seizure in New York City because she drank too much water which I guess can happen to you. She was preparing for her one-woman show called Previously Owned by Brooke Shields. She was at the Artusi restaurant talking to the sommelier, as one does, when all of a sudden her hands dropped to her side. Are we sure it was
0: water or was it like Uh, Jesus water?
1: uh, (laughs) Jesus juice? No, she said it was water. She... um. Her hands dropped to her side. She went headfirst into a wall. She said oh. she was frothing at the mouth um, and very blue during the episode. And the next thing she remembers, she comes to and she's being loaded into an ambulance where she had oxygen. And Bradley, she said, Bradley effing Cooper. But she used the word. Is That's sitting kind of next a problem me, because even though you have oxygen my provided, Bradley Cooper's going to take
0: <laughs> the oxygen away from you. Right. You're going to oh. lose your breath. Right. Then you need even more oxygen
1: i love her she said i thought to myself this is what death must be like you wake up and bradley cooper is going i'm going to the hospital with you brooke and he's holding my hand she You're probably she gonna recall... think like
0: i died and went to heaven
1: <laughs> she said i'm looking at bradley cooper's hand in my hand and i'm like can you imagine like out of, odd, out of context out of context you're like
0: i must be on some kind of medication
1: Apparently, Cooper happened to be near the restaurant at the time of Brooke Shields' medical issue. He showed up first uh, just in time to accompany her to the hospital after an assistant was unable to get in touch with Shields' husband. Uh she wasn't facing death. She was okay. She said she drank so much water without realizing she was low on sodium at the time and it flooded her system. She said I drowned myself. And if you don't have enough sodium in your blood or urine or body, whatever, you can have a seizure. Adding that per doctor's orders her treatment plan included eating potato chips every day. I'm that's how like she first has the life responder.
0: That's a first yes. responder upgrade. You know, like who knew he was a superhero? He's like an A-list Bradley first Cooper. responder
1: he is can you imagine like you having a medical emergency you wake up you're in the ambulance and Bradley Cooper's like I've got you it's okay I've got you hold my hand it's okay
0: (laughs) you think you like you like Uh, blanked out and you're in a movie um you know who's not apparently a great guy allegedly Uh uh-oh Robert De Niro have you been following this trial
1: yeah I've been kind of keeping tabs on it a little bit.
0: So it's over a workplace dispute, a trial between Robert De Niro and his former employee began in federal court in New York this week. So this isn't just any employee. This is like somebody who started with him as an assistant like a long time ago and rose all the way through the ranks to become the vice president of his company, his production company, uh, started as the executive assistant in 2008. Can you imagine starting as an executive assistant in 2008 and leaving as a vice president of a, a major movie star's production company in, in 2019? Yeah. Wow. That's 11, what, 11 years? Yeah, Not bad. Uh, she's but, now seeking $12 million in damages for alleged emotional distress and reputational harm, so apparently it came at a cost. Robinson claims she experienced gender discrimination working for De Niro, alleging he called her an office wife.
1: What? Oh. That's not a... You think that's discrimination? Your work wife? Your work husband? Well, that's, you
0: have to be called that?
1: Well, it's kind of a funny, you know. Yeah, sometimes I've oh, heard people say that to it, each other. Oh,
0: I doubt that like, that's the only thing that happened, and that's, I mean, but in the if it was a toxic, negative environment, and and say your boss at a former radio station called you the office wife and made you do all the tasks. Like, let, let, watch or listen to this. Made her do tasks such as washing his sheets, oh. sewing his clothing, and scratching his
1: back. But, the, but she's the. But she's a vice president of a production now? company. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I co- tend to think that a guy like Robert De Niro doesn't want all this stuff to get out in public, right? And so that's eh? why my first, eh? my first in- inclination is to go, what she's trying to extort him for money, because he probably would have paid. Are it. Are you blaming whatever? The yeah just to shut her up. But instead, he feels wronged here. And so all this information is coming out that may or may not be true. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but it sounds like you're blaming the victim. Uh, According Mm -hmm. to her complaint, De Niro and his corporate alter ego Canal Productions subjected Ms. Robinson to years of gender discrimination and harassment. That's why you have a trial, I guess. She eventually quit because she can no longer endure the hostile work environment. I mean, if she was the vice president of the company and quit under these circumstances, obviously something was going on. The jury is also considering claims by Canal Productions first filed in state court against Robinson for alleged misuse of company funds, accusing her of binge-watching television while on the clock, transferring more than $450,000 worth of airline miles to her personal account, and expensing personal food, travel, and other purchases. Uh, He is seeking the return of three years of her salary and other damages. Robinson denied De Niro's allegations in her lawsuit. Um, on both Monday and Tuesday, De Niro took the stand as a witness. He described Robinson's allegations against him as all nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you imagine? <laughs> I can't not see him like in a movie being like, "Eh, come on, come on, <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> we have a problem." Uh, so yeah. Uh, anyway, this is uh, going on uh, right now, so it's expected to last at least two weeks, and
1: right. uh, we'll see how it yeah. plays out. Yeah, I mean, I you know, if you're I judging you judging that what...
0: you're judging the zucchini guy, you're judging mm-hmm. this woman. If we're I called you my, today.
1: if I called you my work husband, would that be offensive to you?
0: If you were making me, if you were, if we had a power dynamic, dynamic where you you were the president of a major company and you were making me sew your clothes and and no, do household no, no. We're, we're chores, like we're, right? But that's you know. not the case here. That's not the case. So uh-huh. that's the that's kind of like sexual harassment, right? The, it, the 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 major problem with uh, one of the primary problems right. with sexual harassment is the power dynamic, right? You're not in yeah. a position to say no or to walk away because you need the job
1: right yeah um thank you to maria curio ponce for the ten dollar super sticker thank you, so maria. appreciated we won't call you our work wife at all we won't be say anything offensive to you well maybe no no never 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 Yeah. Don't thank you for promise. the ten dollars super stickers we appreciate that very much okay oh yes vicky says yay maria thank you so much we appreciate that okay let's go to this next story about Amy Roback and TJ Holmes. We touched on this on the Mark Thompson show a little bit. Yeah, but so I figured I why not uh, return dig to it. too deep, but they are now Instagram official. You remember them as the people on Good Morning America three who had the affair while they were yeah, married the to other people. Hour. Yeah. And uh, now they're Instagram official, so they're officially together. They have announced, announced, announced their new podcast. After they got fired from Good Morning America, their podcast premiering December fifth. Amy and TJ, they will feature, and she really will be his work wife, right? Uh, I don't know if they're married yet. Will feature meaningful conversations about current events, pop culture, and everything in between. According to the press release, they say nothing is off limits. Mm. Yeah, they're not it's married the f-
0: yet. I mean, I mean when they no. get married then they'll start cheating on each other. So give it yeah. give it a little give it a little time.
1: Then it's over. The new show marks the first time these two will speak publicly since their names became part of the headlines. And so, yeah. Silent no more, they say. All right. That's fine.
0: I like that the the third I heard you guys talking about this on Mark's show um yeah. and uh that third hour of GMA it's kind of like like an add-on hour. So it's kind of like the mm-hmm. after-party of Good Morning America.
1: Sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck to them. The after-party's <laughs> yeah. already rolling, so don't try to horn in on our business, okay?
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, they do don't you... have trivia.
1: They don't, and it's Trivia Thursday.
0: It is Trivia Thursday.
1: I'm excited. Ready for... Let's trivia do Thursday! Let's ask questions <laughs> and then struggle to answer them. category this uh, Trivia Thursday category is...
0: is... State U.S. trivia. State trivia. Mm-hmm. US state trivia. Do you want to start it?
1: I will. Okay. What letter is not in any state name?
0: Ooh. My brain goes to Z. Is that right? I think that's right. Z?
1: No. That's oh, not Z. Ariz- no, oh, Arizona. Duh. Duh.
0: I'm already mm-hmm. out of this. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they all got it. Look at Jim gets it. Pinky, oh, it's Pinky again. Jim was the first, I think. It's Q. Yeah. Q is not in any state name. We don't
0: have a Quebec. We don't have anything like that. Albuquerque,
1: but that's not a state. That's a city. So it's not in any state name. Yeah. Uh,
0: there's an X. Uh, where? What state has an X?
1: Warm up my brain. Mexico, New Mexico. New Mexico, New Mexico. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. not doing so good at the start here for me okay yeah. uh this one's kind of an obscure question but i think it's funny or the answer is funny so okay and this this is a shout out to west Wes might know this ready Wes? uh what is the state bird of florida
1: the flamingo oh
0: no what is the state bird of florida west do you is Wes? west is in the chat right yeah Let's see if he knows does anyone know
1: do you have a picture of it
0: no, because I would give it away. That would give it away, give it away, give it away. No, you don't want to do that. Uh, he has no clue.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, we'll move past this really quickly. I just thought it was funny that it's the Northern Mockingbird.
1: Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I'm a Northern you- Mockingbird. I- <laughs> oh, beautiful. I'm a Mockingbird. Get it? Um... I'm going to show you a picture of the mockingbird. I think Are it's a mockingbird.
0: you a picture of the mockingbird.
1: The internet says this is the picture of the state bird of Florida. So I will show you this picture and I think that uh it's a beautiful sweet little bird. So you can make fun of it all you want, Sean Daly. but check it out. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just mocking you. Hey, see? This Look at is a little guy. A mockingbird. State bird of Florida. Mhm. It's pretty. And that's by the way that's not what they sound like, just to let y'all know. <laughs> oh, boy. No, not what they sound like. That would okay. be
0: funny. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That would be funny if they just mocked you. They go around just mocking you, right? That'd be pretty cool. Okay, um, next question.
1: Which state has the second most electoral votes? Second most.
0: Second most electoral.
1: Don't ask me who has the first. I don't know. California. Yeah, probably.
0: Uh, New York.
1: That's not correct. Oh. <gasps> I'm wrong. This would be Texas with 36 votes has huh. the second most electoral votes. Mm-hmm.
0: Do they have an explanation on that cuz it's based no. on what the number There's of... no
1: explanation. No. I don't have Isn't an explanation. It based
0: on the number of representatives. Don't
1: ask questions, just accept the answer for what it is.
0: Can I use that back on you next time? No. <laughs> 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 okay moving on we'll we'll put that in our research cap and uh, check that out um i find that interesting we'll get john rothman in here he'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be crystal clear kim i can explain this to you um which state is known as the beehive state
1: oh the beehive state
0: don't ask any questions they Have a lot of bees don't ask any questions the Beehive State. <laughs> which state is known um... as the beehive state
1: I don't know the answer, so I'm just going to say...
0: Oh, 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 John got it. You're out of time.
1: Oh, 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 Who is it? What is it? Oh, oh Utah. Is it Utah? Yeah, Utah. Utah.
0: Oh, Utah's correct. They have a
1: lot of bees there. Is there an explanation for that question?
0: Yeah, I know in Texas they have Bee Cave, where Grant yeah. is my cousin. Uh, but Heather got it as well, and so did Jennifer and Ren, and Kathleen.
1: Do they give and an explanation for why?
0: Don't ask any questions, Kim.
1: Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. Uh, what is the official state flower of Texas?
0: Ooh. My brain went to no, it's not gonna be magnolia. We know we have
1: a California poppy here, but what what do yeah. they have in Texas? I was
0: thinking Magnolia, but that's like one of the Carolinas, I think. The
1: mm-hmm. only reason I know this is because for a very short time my dad lived in Texas when I was young and I went to visit him. And they Oh, have, we're getting I, like
0: the backstory of why you don't like Texas.
1: They have that's oh, awful. They have ice cream there with this name the name of this flower. Well, actually, maybe it's not that. Yeah, they have bluebell ice cream. Yeah, the the flower oh, no. is a is a blue bonnet. A blue a bonnet. Blue bonnet. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I'll give points, half points to Catherine. Yeah. Thank blue you. Blue bonnet. Oh, John. John got it. John got it. Oh, John.
1: Chunks. Well done, John.
0: Yeah, I'd never heard that before.
1: Yeah, blue bonnet. Learns
0: something almost every day. Um, Your turn. Depends on whether or not you're watching this show. Sometimes you don't learn anything. <laughs> In which U.S. state would you find a full size replica of the Parthenon? In which U.S. state would you find a full-size replica of the Parthenon?
1: New York. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Parthenon. Someone's going to get it, I think. Is it California?
0: Really? You think there would be a Parthenon in California that you just didn't know about? That you just Perhaps. drove by? <laughs> uh, Jim's close. Uh, it is in the south. Kathleen mm-hmm. has it.
1: Tennessee. All right.
0: Tennessee. Congratulations.
1: Mm, uh, Which state has the most national parks?
0: Ooh, national parks. That's interesting, because they could be small. They don't have to be large. I want to say, on volume, it would be Alaska in size, but I think, I want to say California.
1: It's true. It's California.
0: Yeah, because we have a lot of small... Smaller national parks, and we have a yeah. lot of redwood trees. You get to play the winner sound effect. Oh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay, next up. Which state has a two-sided flag? What is the only state that has a flag that it's two-sided?
1: A two-sided flag? Like a different picture on each side?
0: A different design. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Which... State flag is two-sided. Jennifer. I don't know. Oregon.
1: Oregon, really?
0: Yeah. Oh, pay attention okay.
1: next time. Well, next time we need a picture of it. Um, Let's see. What two states border the most states?
0: What two states border the most states? It's got to be somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't be four or because that would be a lot of states. So it's got to be a state that has like maybe five or six states around it. Um, I think Doug has a good guess. He's saying Arkansas. Is it Arkansas?
1: No. Nope.
0: Somewhere around there. Would you say it's somewhere around there?
1: Um, I would say, yeah. In...
0: Lori's guessing Mississippi? Uh,
1: no. Uh, do,
0: do, do, do. Um, Is it Illinois?
1: It is not.
0: It's got to be some weird, strange-shaped clump of a state I'll, I'll that give borders you the on i don't the
1: answer. I haven't seen the right answer fly by in the chat. So the first state is Tennessee, which is bordered by Kentucky, Virginia, North Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, and Missouri.
0: So that's the and answer?
1: The, the second state is Missouri. And Missouri is bordered by Iowa, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Nebraska.
0: I thought you said so, the state that has the most. Are they tied?
1: Uh the two states border that border the most states. Oh, okay. Right. Oh. And they are Tennessee and Missouri. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, I failed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, I don't think anyone and nobody gonna get that. Uh right, nobody got that. What is the official soft drink of the state of Nebraska?
1: Uh R.C. Cola. Dr. Oh, okay.
0: That feels better after uh, I've lost. Just hit it. <laughs> well, what is the official soft drink? and of the state of nebraska now they're calling it a soft drink it's not necessarily carbonated so it's kind of a slight misnomer let's just say the official drink of the state of nebraska that children would drink
1: mm. and adults children would drink a a soft drink
0: well it's not they're saying soft drink but i'm it's a little confusing so i'm just gonna say like a beverage a sweetened beverage i'm sorry
1: apple juice
0: no no think uh, more artificial
1: kool-aid <laughs> i like that I say,
0: I say artificial what is kool-aid yeah drinking the kool-aid kool-aid is the official soft drink of the state of nebraska
1: that's i when i think soft drinks i think carbonated that's why i beverage. that's
0: why i qualified it but um apparently a soft drink is any water-based flavored drink uh usually but not necessarily carbonated thank you google See, back when we were kids, we would have just like left that question dangling. We would never know the answer. Yeah, that's it's the true. great thing about the internet.
1: Okay, so this next question, I do have a picture. Do I have a picture that I want to show you? Mm, no, it didn't perk. It didn't perk up. Okay, this next question is: Which state has the most lighthouses? Ooh. Let's
0: see. It would have to have a long coastline, I think. Florida wouldn't have lighthouses, so I don't think. Right? Um, You know what? I want to say California again, but I have a feeling that my Mm -hmm. California luck is running out.
1: Which state has the most lighthouses? It surprised me because it's not along the ocean.
0: It's not along the ocean. Oh, is it it the Great Lakes? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Michigan?
1: Yes, it is Michigan. Yes, yeah. You get half credit. That's a so surprise, though. Happening. Michigan has the most lighthouses of any other state. So there interesting.
0: You go. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, uh, moving on. What is the only U.S. state without a mandatory seatbelt law for adults? Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> Surprising, right? What is the only U.S. state without a mandatory seatbelt law for adults?
1: Texas. <laughs> wow.
0: It's a little less obvious. It's a smaller state. Hmm. Not Texas, not Nevada. Arkansas? a smaller state. It's a northern state.
1: Hmm. Maine?
0: Heather got it. What did she say? New Hampshire.
1: New Hampshire. Live free or die. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense now that you say it. Don't buckle up
0: and die. (laughs) (laughs)
1: they take that death thing literally it's okay yeah um which u.s state has the most area covered by water
0: covered by water yeah i know that minnesota has a lot of lakes but you're talking about volume not number most
1: land area covered by water Mm -hmm.
0: i think it has to be florida
1: hmm it's not. You think so? I mean, we're not talking about ocean. We're talking about parts of. Well, like I was thinking like swamp.
0: Int- I was thinking swamp because a lot of Florida is underwater. But no, I'm wrong.
1: You're, you're incorrect.
0: Underwater. Let's
1: see if anybody's getting it. Yeah. Which state, which U.S. state has the most area covered by water?
0: And it's not Minnesota. People are guessing Minnesota. Was,
1: not Minnesota. They, it's, it's like not the Alabama. land of a thousand lakes, right? It's not oh yep, knit one pearl one got it. It is indeed Alaska. Yeah.
0: Wow. Oh, okay. Alaska
1: has the most lakes and the um information is Alaska has ninety-four thousand seven hundred forty-three square miles of water. Right. Ninety four so thousand seven hundred forty three square miles of water. of water. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's a lot. What a pretty that's picture. A lot. That's
1: that's Denali National nice. Park. Yeah.
0: Okay. What state has the longest freshwater shoreline? What state has the longest freshwater shoreline? I'm gonna say,
1: is it Michigan? Oh, because they have good. the most lighthouses, right? So they yeah, must have yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. one could Those extrapolate. Those questions were not
0: planned together. Mm-hmm, we no, both had a Michigan mm-hmm. question.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Um, in what U.S. state quarter features a guitar, a trumpet, and a fiddle?
0: It's uh, got to be something in the Midwest or the South. Um, duh, duh, duh. Is it like Tennessee?
1: It is Tennessee. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Nashville, right?
0: Nashville, yeah. I was thinking music. Got it. Okay. What, Uh, with w- more than 1.6 million residents, what state has the most populous capital city? With more than 1.6 million residents. This is a tricky one. Read it again. With more than 1.6 million residents, a population of 1.6 million people, what state has the most populous capital?
1: Mm. New York with New York City. Nope. California with Los Angeles? Nope. (sighs) Hmm. William got it. What is it arizona really yeah what's the most populous city
0: it must be phoenix i mean it must be the population the total population of phoenix then
1: interesting huh this you're asking questions me. again
0: and we don't we, we look down upon that yeah 1. 1.6 <laughs> 1.62 million uh as of 2021 population of phoenix that's huge
1: okay surprising um huh? what state capital has the highest elevation in the united states
0: Highest elevation. Um, it's Colorado.
1: Mm-mm. Is that your final answer? It is now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Denver, no.
0: You were looking for the name of the actual city, not the state. Uh,
1: Montana, no. So. Uh, yes. The answer to this one is which state capital has the highest elevation in the United States would be Santa Fe, New Mexico, which lies 2,100 meters above sea level.
0: Interesting. Would not have guessed that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, interesting. Uh, okay. What is the state animal of Alaska? Oh. What is the state animal of Alaska?
1: Is it the moose? Or the, uh, oh. the, the Wow. Moose? Oh, okay. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I was going to um, second guess myself there for a second. You know,
0: yesterday I was jokingly asking what the plural of moose is. You know, m- is it meese or mooses? And our right. uh, our former coworker Brian, our our main correspondent, uh, corrected me. It is just moose. So the plural there's moose. is no s is on the end? But I really wanted to say meese. I think you, meese sounds.
1: No, good it's like say. not like mice. Mouse and, yeah. m- and mice. Moose But instead of beef mooses. jerky, you could
0: have like meeses it's, pieces.
1: It's not like deer where you there is no s on the end. Moose. There's mooses. You don't say, moose. oh, look at all the moose on the road. You say, look at all the mooses. Well,
0: he's saying you're road. incorrect. And he is from Maine. So I'm going to go with Brian.
1: I think it's incorrect. And I want to tell you that if I was playing Scrabble or words with friends, mooses would be acceptable.
0: Plur, uh, moose is the plural of moose, according to Languagetool.org. Really? Uh, uh, the reason why moose isn't meese. Yeah. It's a loan word. It's incorporated. Blah, blah, blah. The plural mm. moose is moose. You're wrong. <laughs> Brian's I right.
1: I disagree with that. Um, Typical. I think Brian is wrong. I Facts don't... matter, Kim. No. Fake news. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, What was the first state to secede from the union?
0: The first state? I should know this. I'm a horrible history major.
1: Mm-hmm. First state to secede from the union.
0: I feel like it's a non-obvious question. This is really embarrassing. I want to say...
1: Square says it's a moose's choice. I want to say Texas. <laughs> the first state to secede from the Union? Yeah. Oh, okay. If you insist, anybody? Yep. Wren got it. It is indeed South, South Carolina. Carolina. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. South Carolina was the first well, Texas state.
0: Texas, you know, it's yeah. its own country. They have that arrogant attitude. Mm, they do. Or they yeah. have in the past.
1: Look at this map. That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Look at all the UK. wildlife on the map. It's got a deer, it's got cool. Like it. Anyway.
0: Okay. This is my last question. All right. Uh, we're already over time. In which US state can you find the tallest man made structure in North America? In which US state can you find the tallest man made structure in North America?
1: Nevada, Las Vegas. It used to be what? That I thought it good. was the, um, <laughs> was it one of the high rise buildings there, the stratosphere? No? Wrong.
0: Mm. Which US state can you find the tallest man made structure in North America? This is a tricky one.
1: William says Illinois. Chris says Chicago. Jennifer Chicago. says New no. York. Nope. Mickey no. thinks it's the Empire State Building.
0: Nope. No, mm-hmm. i not saying building. Tallest structure. Man-made structure. That's a clue. It's towering over other people. So it doesn't have to be a, a large state. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to have a lot of population. It is a north-northern state. Borders Canada.
1: Mm, I'll say Washington, but I don't know.
0: There's a very small population. Maine. Nope.
1: Minnesota, w- Michigan.
0: Nope. I'll, I'll, nobody's gonna get it. Uh. It's uh, this is a difficult question. North Dakota. North Dakota has a a TV tower, KVLY TV tower in Blanchard. North Dakota is the tallest man-made structure in North America.
1: Who would have known that?
0: Now you know what it feels like, Kim.
1: Ridiculous, <laughs> that's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> you ask obscure questions, no one can answer them.
1: Thursday trivia on the After Party Live <laughs> where sometimes you might know the answer and sometimes it's impossible. Hey, oh. we tried. No, we no, no, we have, to, right. we have to do Kim Cameron, we have to. Oh. Can we do it? Can we do Kim Cameron? Okay, let me just tell you this story really, really quickly. I promise I'll be fast. You know, Cam Cameron. Uh, Cameron Fry was the character played by Alan uh, Ruck on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? Bueller Bueller Bueller. Well he had an accident on Halloween night at the very busy intersection of La Brea Avenue and Hollywood Boulevard, you know right near is. the Walk of Fame, he clipped he was driving a Rivian truck and he clipped a truck. I clipped a vehicle, like rear-ended a vehicle, which pushed it into an intersection, crashed into another vehicle. Here he is in Ferris Bueller's day off. He's the guy in the Red Wings' red uh, jersey. Right. Uh, and, you know, he's known for the accident that happened in the right. movie, right? Okay. Where he crashes his dad's old Ferrari, Right. Well, this time, he's driving a Rivian truck and he nails the side of a pizza restaurant, Raffalo's Pizza Restaurant, right in Hollywood. Quite a spectacular crash. You can see that truck right into the side of the building. Oh, my goodness. There's Alan Ruck. Apparently, he was really concerned when the first thing someone ran to his car and said, are you okay? He said, is everybody else okay? Right. He alcohol, not a factor in this crash. He got out. He cooperated. He's like, I don't know what happened. I got into this accident. Two people suffered minor injuries. One person apparently had to be um, taken off to the hospital. What an accident. Oh, this is the wheels wow. of his Rivian truck. He must just have mash. been
0: going pretty fast. He didn't just hit the wall. Uh, he went inside. Nailed.
1: He got at least three or four cars involved in this wreck in total. And yeah, his his vehicle was wedged right into the side of the building. At kind of an interesting angle too which is why you can see in that other picture the wheels coming into the pizza place the pizza place destabilized it's been yellow tagged. the building <laughs> is unstable slightly you de-stabilized. can't go in there Mm-mm. almost got to the
0: bathroom yeah we have a picture a no. of him
1: it's a no-go uh here he is alan ruck uh, yes. now here he is alan ruck then and here he is saying, no, no, please, no pictures. Easy, t- talk to the hand. <laughs> talk to the hand. We're glad Alan Ruck is okay. Well, and- his dad is going to yeah. be
0: pissed Yeah, off. his
1: dad's going to be really mad. He better get that thing fixed fast.
0: Okay. Oh, well, now my- you have your Alan Ruck uh, update.
1: Yeah, now you do this is the after party live we're back tomorrow not only on the mark thompson show with a uh, friday fabulous florida but here on the after party live we have a lot of stories to bring you doug thank you for the ten dollar super sticker wes your five dollars always so appreciated and maria so kind of you with ten dollars thank you so much and thanks to everyone who always supports the show uh john daly who are the ongoing contributors today i know it was janet r Carol S, Joyce M,
0: Janet R, Nancy V, and Ivan T. Thank you, everybody. We could not do it without you. Have a great afternoon. Thanks uh, for being
1: here on the After Party Live. Bye, you guys.